Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, your host this hour as I play 78 RPM records from my collection, an assortment of music from the first half of the 20th century. We're going to have a lot of fun on today's program because we're going to get out of New York and tour around hearing recordings made in London, Stockholm, Buenos Aires, Paris, Chicago, and uh, even exotic Camden, New Jersey. And yes, there will be a few from New York as well, but I hope you'll stick around. We've got quite the variety today. We're going to open with a dance record made in New York in 1926, and this one's a bit curious. The label says it's Lou Gold's Dance Orchestra. Lou Gold was a real enough guy, but the discographers seem to think this might actually be the Irwin Abrams Orchestra. And even more curiously, the label credits Irving Kaufman as the vocalist. So often his recordings were made under pseudonyms, but here the label says Irving Kaufman, but it's a pseudonym for <laughs> Billy Jones. This is not Irving Kaufman singing, it's Billy Jones. The tune is called Mary Lou, no doubt about that. I hope you'll enjoy it. Starting off the shellac stack, here it is. Thank you. 
an example of peppy dance music to start off this edition of the Shellac Stack. I don't know that I'd go so far as to call it hot dance. It's not really hot, but it is peppy. Mary Lou, played by, well, probably Erwin Abrams Orchestra, billed on the label of Banner 1837 as Lou Gold's Dance Orchestra, and the vocalist, Billy Jones, not Irving Kaufman, as the label states. Why would the label mix up the credits this much? Well, it seems that what probably happened is that Lou Gold's orchestra, the real Lou Gold, along with the real Irving Kaufman, probably did record this at some point for Banner, but that take was not released. Instead, for whatever reason, Banner brought in Erwin Abrams' orchestra to record it, along with Billy Jones, but by that time they had already printed up the labels bearing Irving Kaufman and Lou Gold's name, and rather than scrap all of those labels, they decided to just go ahead and press it, <laughs> figuring nobody would really care that much. People were buying the record for the song more than the performers. The reason we know it's probably Irwin Abrams is because that's how it was credited when it came out on some labels in Canada. Those got the correct attribution. Probably more than you ever wanted to know about Banner 1837. If you're just joining us, welcome. My name is Brian Wright. This is the Shellac Stack. I'm playing 78s of the 19-teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, and, well, into the 50s today from all over the place. And in our next set, we're going to head over to London and hear three records made there. First, two made in Small Queen's Hall for the HMV label, beginning with Ambrose and his orchestra. Sam Brown will be the vocalist on Shake and Let Us Be Friends. It's HMV B6021. After that, we'll hear from the new Mayfair Dance Orchestra, directed by Ray Noble, HMV B6019. Jack Plant sings, I'm happy when I'm hiking. It was made May 14, 1931. And wrapping up the set from May of 1933, Alan Breeze will sing Somebody Stole My Gal in a really hot arrangement by Billy Cotton and his band. It's Regal Zonophone MR958. So a trio of records made in London in the early 30s, beginning with Ambrose. Whether you're poor, it's all the same to me Just shake and let us be friends Let us be real pals forevermore 
around the country on a motorbike. Now I like to spend my legs and go out on the hike. On my bike I whittle my back, salute the king of sports. Hike around the country in a pair of khaki shorts. I'm happy when I'm hiking, pack up on my back. I'm happy when I'm hiking off the beaten track. Out in the open country, tramping all the way. With a real good friend to the journey's end, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 miles away. Thank you. 
For my money, Billy Cotton's orchestra turned out some of the hottest records of the early 1930s. Even if they don't swing, they've got that thumping bass and some really intricate section work. I really like them. This one was Somebody Stole My Gal, recorded in London May 19, 1933. We preceded that with Ray Noble directing the new Mayfair Dance Orchestra, I'm Happy When I'm Hiking, and starting the set, Ambrose and his orchestra in 1931, Shake and Let Us Be Friends. Speaking of friends and speaking of London, I got a very nice note this past week from our friend Ken over in London, England, and Ken asked to hear something by Scott Joplin. Scott Joplin died in 1917, and during his lifetime, only a very few of his works were actually recorded on phonograph records. Of course, Maple Leaf Rag had been recorded several times by the time Joplin died. There's an obscure recording of Wall Street Rag by a band that is extremely rare. I don't have that. And there may have been one other piece of his that was recorded during his life, but that was about it. In the years after he died, it would be mostly Maple Leaf Rag that turned up on records in the 1920s and 30s and 40s. But with the coming of a little ragtime revival in the 1940s, people like Wally Rose and a few others started recording, uh, Lee Stafford, started recording some of Joplin's other rags like Euphonic Sounds and Heliotrope Bouquet, and I've played some of those in the past here on the Shellac Stack. So in this set, what we're going to do is going to start with Mutt Carey and his New Yorkers, a recording made in New York on November 27, 1947. And this one's kind of funny because the label calls it Joplin's Sensation, as if to suggest that this was written by Scott Joplin. In fact, the piece is Sensation Rag, and uh, it was not written by Scott Joplin. It was written by Joseph Lamb. (laughs) So take that for what it is. After that, though, some legitimate Scott Joplin, beginning with The Maple Leaf Rag is played by pianists Stig Holm and Arvind Sundin, recorded in Stockholm, Sweden in the early 1950s. It's Telefunken record number A15050. And then, something a little fun, Art Lund, the big band singer, gives us a vocal rendition of the Maple Leaf Rag, recorded in about 1950 on the MGM label 10713. You don't often get to hear the Maple Leaf Rag sung, and I think Art Lund does a fine job of it. So, three Joplin-related numbers, beginning with Mutt Carey and his New Yorkers and Sensation, composed by Joseph Lamb, but probably arranged, in part at least, by Scott Joplin.
backpacks traveling back Headed for the city with his maple leaf rag Old time, rag time, long time, rag time Out of circulation, back of circulation after 25 years Jelly roll will tickle the piano, tickle in a manner that'll tickle the ears Let's go dance, honey, it's our chance, honey To that music, we can dance, honey. Come along, we'll teach the younger generation how the shimmy is done. Hey, jelly roll, start the fun. Old time, rag time, the maple leaf rag is back. Scott Joplin first published his Maple Leaf Rag as a piano solo in 1899 with John Stark in Sedalia, Missouri. And about five or six years later, he came out with a Maple Leaf Rag song, which added some rather crudely constructed lyrics to the Maple Leaf Rag melody. And that is not what we heard here. This Maple Leaf Rag was adapted and uh, features lyrics added by Russell and Stein with orchestra by Leroy Holmes, came out in about 1950, MGM 10713. Before that, Stig Holm and Arvin Sundin with their two-piano rendition of the Maple Leaf Rag on a Telefunken record from the early 1950s, made in Sweden. And starting off the set, Mutt Carey and his New Yorkers with Sensation Rag, written really by Joseph Lamb, with perhaps a few touches added by Scott Joplin. That was Century, record number 4007 from November 27, 1947. We play all three of those for our friend Ken over in England. Ken, I hope you enjoyed those. Now we're going to head to Buenos Aires, Argentina, for a recording made by Oscar Alleman and his swing quintet. This is credited on the label as Caminos Cruzados. You may recognize the tune as Malagueña, written by Ernesto Le Cawona. This is Odeon Record 45984, a record that I purchased at a little fair in Buenos Aires some years ago and hand-carried with me on the airplane back to the States. I was so happy to find a few 78s by Oscar Alleman, such a terrific guitarist. We'll follow that with another terrific guitarist in a similar vein, Django Reinhardt, along with the Quintet of the Cot Club of France, a recording made in Paris, December 13, 1940. We'll hear Nuage, which translates as clouds. And so from that, 
We'll take our cue to wrap up the set with Duke Ellington and his famous orchestra, Clouds in My Heart, from May 18, 1932. But starting the set in May of 1944, as World War II raged across the ocean, we'll listen to Oscar Alleman play Malaguena.
Duke Ellington and his famous orchestra in 1932, a tune written by Duke Ellington along with Barney McGard and Irving Mills, Clouds in My Heart. We preceded that with the Quintet of the Hot Club of France featuring Django Reinhardt on his own composition, Nuage, or Clouds, that was made in Paris December 13, 1940, and issued on Pathé PG-532. And starting the set, in May of 1944, down in Buenos Aires, we heard Oscar Alleman y su Quinteto de Swing, it says on the label, Caminos Cruzados, or Malagueña, a tune written by Ernesto Le Cuona. That was Odeon 45984. Well, if you're enjoying the Shellac Stack and you'd like to drop me a note, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. I welcome your comments, suggestions, or requests. I also welcome little notes just to say hi and let me know where you're listening to the program from. In this modern age, it never ceases to amaze me that I can sit here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, spinning 78 RPM records and have those go out to folks all over the world. I've enjoyed hearing from folks in uh, England, like Ken, folks in Australia, across the United States, uh, Spain, some other places as well, and uh, even once got a nice note from a fellow listening aboard a ship circling the Antarctic. That was exciting. I've uh, never been there and would love to love to go see that sometime. But in the meantime, I'll have to content myself with an email saying that uh, the shellac stack was heard around those parts. So again, shellacstack at gmail.com if you'd like to drop me a note. Well, up next, I've got a trio of records in 3-4 time, all of these designated as waltzes, uh, but not, uh, don't run away just yet. These are not typical American dance waltzes of the 1920s or 30s. Uh, I've tried to pull out three fairly unusual waltzes, beginning with the Hawaiian waltz medley played by Pale K. Lua and David K. Kaili. Victor Record 17701 recorded in December of 1914, just at the start of a real Hawaiian music craze here in the United States that would last for most of the 19-teens. I suppose it's not that unusual that in the midst of World War I, as that was raging, folks would seek some escape and find it in the soothing music of the islands. This is, as I said, the Hawaiian waltz medley. It's uh, quite nice. After that, we'll hear Wilfart's Concertina Orchestra. Whoopi John Wilfart in his earlier years and uh, credited on the label, I'm going to slaughter the pronunciation, just bear with me, as the Cheska Taneczny Hudba, or something along those lines. So many diacritic markings here, I don't know how to read. The title, <laughs> this is going to be even worse, something like Mala Pitalkine, or something like that, M-A-L-A, and then P-R-T-E-L-K-Y-N-E. Maybe somebody can do better with that than I can. Recorded in Chicago, June 20th, 1928. It's the music that matters, and I think you'll enjoy it. It's OK, record number 17340. And we'll wrap up the set with the Hurtado Brothers and their Royal Marimba Band from May of 1936, and a lovely little waltz called Rival, or maybe it's Rival, R-I-V-A-L, Columbia 36354. So some waltzes for you now beginning in Hawaii. (音楽) ¶¶ 
waltz titled Rival, played by the Hurtado Brothers and their Royal Marimba Band, recorded May 28, 1936, and issued as part of a Columbia album set, number C71. This particular record was 36354. The whole album set is wonderful. I've played selections from it in the past. If you'd like to hear the whole thing, somebody has done a nice job of transferring and cleaning it up along with the original cover art and putting it up on services like Spotify Apple Music, YouTube, Amazon, those sorts of things. So you can search for the Hurtado Brothers, H-U-R-T-A-D-O, and their Royal Marimba Band if you'd like to hear more. I have no connection with the producers of that reissue. Uh, I've just sampled it and found it to be pretty good. Before that, Wilfart's Concertina Orchestra, OK record number 17340 from June of 1928. <laughs> don't, don't ask me to pronounce the title again. And first in that set, we heard from Pale K. Lua and David K. Kaili, Victor 17701 from 1914, a selection of, quote, native Hawaiian melodies arranged into the Hawaiian Walds medley. We have time for two more records on today's shellac stack, and we're going to head back to the late 20s and early 30s for a couple of dance records. First, from Jan Garber and his orchestra back in his hot years, before he would become something of a sweeter clone of Guy Lombardo. This is Victor 20105, a tune that was extraordinarily popular in 1926 and has sort of remained so. It's called Babyface, and the treat here is that we get to hear one of the song's composers, Benny Davis, as the vocalist. He wrote this song along with Harry Axt. After that, we'll hear Frank Luther sing with the High Hatters, directed by Leonard Joy. We'll send you off with a tune called The Free and Easy. It's Victor 22404, written by Roy Turk and Fred Allert from 1930. But starting off this little set, Jan Garber, Babyface. <laughs> Thank you. 
cutest little baby face There's not another one can take your place Baby face My poor heart is jumping You sure have started something Baby face I'm up in heaven when I'm in your fond embrace I didn't need a shove Cause I just fell in love With your pretty Stop a partner now Showgirls, slow girls Never had a bow girls Here's your only chance And how, if you please While the music plays You can dance for days To the lazy craze Free and easy
Boy, that high trumpet really sings right out there at the end, doesn't it? Right before the orchestra fades away to just about nothing. The Hi-Hatters on April 4th, 1930. The Free and Easy, which came from the MGM film Free and Easy. A song written by Roy Turk and Fred Allert. Frank Luther was the vocalist. And that brings to a close this edition of the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. Thanks so much for joining me this hour. I hope you heard some records that you enjoyed, and I hope you'll come back next time when we'll do it again. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.